What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 11 of Shed Talk. Joined next to me, as always, Derek. And for the second consecutive episode, I want to thank another uh, guest for hopping on. Uh, thank you, Matt. Good to see you guys again. Yep. Shout out Kale's Court on YouTube. Make sure to go check that uh, out. Um, so, again, that we're still doing the perfect off-season uh, series on this podcast. And this episode is going to be the Atlantic Division. So a very interesting division. Uh, on the previous episode, we did the Pacific. Um, and before we recorded this episode, um, which was not too long ago, uh, me, Derek, and Matt were kind of saying that Pacific and Atlantic are probably the two most uh, competitive and uh, well-rounded divisions. Would you guys agree? Yeah, definitely yeah. would agree. So definitely uh, a lot to talk about in this episode. And I feel like... Uh, no other than getting into uh, the Boston Celtics, who Matt is a huge fan of. So I feel like definitely the first team we're going to be talking about, and you at the mic. All right. So we all know how the playoffs went. Uh, went down to 3-0. It looked as bad as it's ever been uh, as a Celtics fan, especially in the Tatum and Brown era, for sure. And... Uh, they put together three great games. I like. I was so sure they were going to the finals after Derek White tipped it in at the buzzer, and then they just had a shitty game seven. Tatum rolls his ankle on like the second play, but I still think uh, they probably end up losing that game regardless. Uh, but uh, ever since then, at least like on my algorithm on Twitter, you see so many drastic moves being made um in the eyes of the fans they want to either get rid of brown uh do a bunch of other crazy things uh and in my eyes like even if they just ran it back next year i I wouldn't be that mad about it um but my biggest request to brad stevens the basketball genius um would be a move for someone like Porzingis. I want Porzingis on the Celtics so badly. Uh, I just think adding to that front court depth uh, would be huge for them because they had Al Horford, who was 36, turned 37 during the season, playing a ton of minutes while Rob Williams, who was supposed to be like their next guy, he's supposed to be the one who's going to be like their center of the future. He missed a ton of time throughout the year as he has throughout his whole career. And uh, Porzingis isn't the best option in terms of durability because he obviously has injury history. But, um, like, I I think they need one more piece in their front court. And a lot of people have also said that they need a point guard, like a a lead ball handler, like someone like Chris Paul or someone like that. In my opinion, if they're going to win a championship, it has to go through Jason Tatum. He needs to get to the level where he can be – not even, like, a top-tier playmaker like Joker, LeBron. Like, if he's someone like Durant or Kawhi who's competent enough, and I think he's made strides in that direction as a playmaker for that team, um, like, it's it's going to have to be on, on them, um, Brown and Tatum. And uh, I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place right now, but uh, just to finish my little tangent, like, you have to extend Jalen Brown. Um, I, I don't care if it's... 295 million if it's a billion dollars like like they you're not gonna have a better chance of winning a championship if you have a few other complimentary pieces um instead of Jalen Brown um he shit the bed against the heat and it shows they lost to a team that they should have beat 
So, um, yeah. To that to that point, Jalen Brown is eligible for a five year, two hundred ninety five million dollar supermax extension only from the Celtics, which is crazy to say. I mean, five years, two hundred ninety five million dollars. I mean, that's a whole whole shit ton of money. Um, so the, the the Celtics have a big decision this offseason. Do they sign him? Do they trade him? Um, like you said before, Al. Uh, well, you didn't say before, but uh, we talked about it before. Al Horford's only getting older. He's thirty-seven years old. So I, I could Chris, uh, not Chris Paul. Porzingis would be a great, great fit for the Celtics. That'd be pretty interesting to see him stacking up with if they do keep Brown and Tatum. CP three could be a good option at point guard for them, except we know his injury history too. He's still old as hell, but even on a one, maybe two-year deal, that would be pretty interesting. I mean, he'd, he'd take the back seat to those guys. I mean, um, free agent-wise, I don't think – I mean, what do you what do you think about Grant Williams? I think – I like Grant Williams as a player. I mean, he's only 24 years old. He's a restricted free agent. So would you like to see them resign him or you want to see him walk? Because he's an interesting player. Like, I mean, I, I know I have – I'm sorry to cut you off, but I feel like a lot of Celtics fans, like – Hated on him this year, right? Well, it's he he played kind of strangely during the year. Um, and granted, Joe Mazzula gave him like a super tight leash, like he was getting a ton of DNPs, um, or not DNP, DNPs entirely, but he would play limited minutes uh, a lot in the back half of the season, even during the playoffs. Um, and in the beginning of the season, it seemed like he made great strides, being able to put the ball on the floor a little bit more, and um. He just kind of lost his shot a little bit throughout the season and wasn't quite as tapped in on the defensive end. But I think he really rebounded um, in the playoffs against Philly and against the Heat, even though he had that moment where he was talking shit to Jimmy Butler and then Butler kind of popped up, off. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather him go down like that instead of like... Like, Brown and Tatum are almost too cool in a sense, where like you'll never see them like get into it with someone like that. The Celtics need someone with, like, a competitive fire like that. Like, Marcus Smart was like that when he was younger, and he kind of toned it back a little bit these last few years. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think Grant's great in the locker room. Everyone likes him. And uh, if they don't get Porzingis, I would definitely want him to come back to the Celtics. But if it was between Grant Williams and Porzingis, I think I would rather choose... Uh, Porzingis. Yeah. yeah, and I, I definitely would agree with you on that. I mean... Yeah, I mean, Grant Williams, I mean, he does have that fiery edge to him. Like you said about Smart, too. I've kind of, like, watching this postseason, like, he doesn't have, like, that same edge to him that he did when he was younger. He was always getting into it with somebody or something like that. He's, yeah. I, I, he kind of, like, not like he lost it, but he, like you said, toned it back. And I, that's pretty interesting because they don't really, I guess, Grant Williams is that guy now. I mean, and he's not even, like, a type of guy who's, like, Dylan Brooks where he's, like, agitating everybody yeah. else. Like, he's just like a little bit more outspoken than the rest of them everyone else is just very uh monotone i guess on that roster no one's like really getting in your face or anything like that yeah i mean they still got you still got for point guards you still got brogdon you still got Derek white who was huge for you guys in this playoffs uh brogdon really wasn't too healthy what do you miss the the heat series yeah mostly he he got hurt in the Sixers series i believe um and then you you really saw it against the Heat, and he missed games in that series. He suited up for Game Seven, but he was dog shit. Yeah, as then, was the rest of the roster. And but. then Robert Williams was hurt too. I mean, health is always a question for, for every for well for him too, but like every team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, um, Brady, what are your thoughts on? Uh, I know you have a lot to say about Jalen Brown. 
I know you have some bold, <laughs> bold predictions. What's going to happen this offseason? What do you think? So what I think is that, you know, and my perspective may be different from a Celtics fan, um, such as Matt, um, but just from an outsider point of view, I don't think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum complement each other as well as another player can complement each one of them. Uh, I think that they have both had very good personal careers so far, and they've done as much as they could to try and win a title, and such as obviously losing to the Warriors in the finals last year and the Western, I mean, the Eastern Conference finals this year. Um, I just think that personally wise, they can be better with someone else as a duo. And a team wise, they can, you know, get better as someone else with a duo. Um, I spoke about on episode, a couple episodes ago, such as, you know, Jalen Brown going to Atlanta and teaming up with Trey Young and potentially Jante Murray going to Boston team up with Jason Tatum. I'm not saying it has to be like that. I'm just saying, hypothetically, it has to be where those types of players, as well, to back my point a little bit, Matt just said, which is basically what I'm agreeing with, that Jason Tatum, they can't rely on other free agents to come in and help them play make. They have to rely on themselves. They have to get better by themselves. So maybe it definitely could work if Jason Tatum becomes a better playmaker, you know, and he can play make a lot, play make a lot better for Jalen Brown. But in the current sense is where I'm coming from is that I think they both need a point guard that can get them the ball and play make for them. I don't think currently they can play make for each other. And although they are both very young, you can definitely, you know, continue to try and run it back um, for many years to come. Jason Tatum's only... 25 yeah jade brown's 26 you can definitely run it back and but give them both the supermax right now for the next five six years and by the end of that contract they'll only be 31 so it's definitely like i guess as a celtic fan you would 100 percent want that just because you can connect to the players like it's it's your team like that's like who you would want but i'm just saying from an outside point of view um currently right now i think that the best thing uh like to win a championship is that they each get their you know own point guard the playmaker and split up and go in different directions um i gave out some you know trade links or trade possibilities such as jalen brown to the hawks to the rockets um i don't think it will ever happen i don't think it should happen and i've never seen one report on it and that's uh any celtic fan or any page ever saying that they, they should trade tatum i uh, don't see tatum leaving the celtics any time at all in the near future um it's kind of all been around brown especially with his uh contract pending uh this upcoming season so i don't know i think it's gonna be interesting about like what could possibly happen whether it's a reunion with his uh old coach in houston or another team such as the knicks the hawks or something um and i do think that um possibly one of their point guards they can look into trading I don't think there's a need for Brogdon, White, and Smart on the team. Agreed. Um, so they can definitely look into that. And they all – no, none of their contracts are bad. None of their contracts are, like, great. But they're all great contracts in the sense where you can easily, you know, find a, a contract or a player to trade it for. They're all making around $20 million a year. Um, so I feel like they can look into trading – one of those players for someone better to, you know, help the team. And regarding the Grant Williams situation, I 100% think Celtics should re-sign him. I love him. I love his game. Uh, You guys currently don't really have a power forward. I think he slides in perfectly if he grows up a little bit. If uh, Joe Mazzullo fucking, 
you know plays him yeah <laughs> plays him and lengthens uh the leash a little bit he can easily slide into your starting four not to mention you guys have gallo coming back off the bench next yeah, year he's a very good him. player um and although Derek did mention the facts that Al Horford is only getting older, his contract is only getting sm- uh, smaller. smaller. Uh, he's he made twenty six million dollars this year. Next year he makes ten and twenty five he makes nine and a half. Um, he's proven himself to be currently one of the best centers in the league on the defensive end. He's a three and D center. Uh, he can make threes. He can make big shots. He's a veteran leadership. Um, and then as Matt said, obviously Robert Williams. Uh, I know I said in previous episodes, I kind of think the Robert Williams, Mitchell Robinson centers aren't really worth a lot anymore. So maybe you can potentially move on from him, especially if you guys explore Chris Stapler's and trade, which I 100% on the same train as Matt on that. I think it's a perfect fit. But um, yeah, besides that, if I don't know. I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but yeah, no, I think if... There's uh, just so much to say with yeah, this Yeah, so much to say. They don't have any draft picks also this, this draft. That's also worth noting. Um, yeah, I mean... So, question for Matt as a Celtic fan. Um, so, I know you guys, I know you just talked about Christoph Porzingis. So, say I, hypothetically, you, I'm trying to see who you can, like, you guys have, like. I would 100% give a Brogdon for him. Okay. So, say you give a Brogdon and. Pritchard, r- I'd give. Okay. So, 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 say, so, say you just get, say you get rid of one of your point guards, right? Okay. Say you get rid of one of your point guards. I know I mentioned him to the Spurs and Pelicans, but would you consider or bring in Russell Westbrook to this team? No. Um, uh, this is if Jalen Brown resigns the max. Um, you you bring Smart off the bench, I guess. See that that's the thing. I feel like they already have things figured out. Not they actually aren't figured out, but like Russ would be more dominant on the ball. And I just think it's going to have to be Tatum. Um, again, I keep bringing back to this point. Like, he needs to be the one with the ball in his hands down the stretch to be making decisions and things like that. And, uh, like, Marcus Smart and Derek White have been there for a while, and they're better spot-up shooters than, than Russ is. Uh, I really haven't given that any thought whatsoever. Uh, it would be interesting. And I've... Like, you know, like, I'm quick to shut down things, like, for Russ. Like, Russ to, uh, like, the Lakers, I, I hated that right away. Uh, things like that. But I, I, I view it kind of similar to, like, Chris Paul. Like, I really just don't see a place for them on the roster, honestly. I mean, like, currently, I obviously agree with you, with you on that just because you guys are broad and smart and white. Uh, I'm just saying in the, in the sense where, say, like, you guys do, like, deal, like, two of those players. Like, hypothetically, like, and you guys do get Porzingis. Um, you know, Rob Williams does get traded. Like, your team can shoot. Brown, Tatum, Al Horford, potentially Porzingis, Grant Williams, Gallo. You guys can all shoot. So it's like you surround Russ. You know? I know. That's why, that's why in the back of my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's interesting mm-hmm. for sure. That's definitely an interesting fit. But I feel like for uh, that to occur, a lot of other dominoes have to fall. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, I mean, like, based on this current roster, it seems like you definitely want to bring back Jalen Brown. I, you need to bring back Jalen Brown because there's no world where you trade him for anyone like you mentioned Dejounte Murray like that be a cool fit and I but I just don't see them be, being better in the playoffs like would you rather go into the playoffs with Dejounte Murray and Tatum who maybe fit better on paper or Jalen Brown and Tatum who like have such a track record of they, they've gone far in the playoffs almost every year they've been together and to your point like they do not make each other better um, at all. 
Like, there's never uh, any instances where, like, you're running plays for them and they run a pick and roll and, like, one of them setting each other up. Uh, and I saw some tweet, or maybe it was on the podcast or something recently. Like, it's so interesting how, like, like the Lakers and the Nuggets, like, LeBron is always setting up AD, um, and AD is able to, like, cut off LeBron and work off that. And Jokic and Murray, obviously, like, they're amazing together. Um, like, Brown and Tatum, like, one of them's always just sitting, spacing in the corner. And they're both good shooters, so it helps. Um, like, it, it makes sense, but you can definitely get more out of the two. You know what I mean? 100%. And that all falls back on, as you've been saying the whole entire episode, um, just Tatum, if he becomes a better facilitator and a better playmaker. Not only for himself, but the, the, whole, the whole team. And, yeah. And, and his co-star. So, uh... And then Brown also needs to get better as a playmaker because, like, when Tatum came into the league, like, he was good, but he, like, he could not really playmake at all. Or he wasn't bad, but he definitely wasn't good. Uh, and now I think he's honestly a positive playmaker. I don't think he's quite at the level where he needs to be if they want to really win a championship. But also Jalen Brown, like, it's such a glaring hole in his game that, like, A, he can't go left, and B, like, the amount of times I've seen him drive into traffic with his head down, and as you said, the Celtics have four shooters around him almost all the time, and he goes and forces something up. It's just, it's mind-boggling. So, uh, but again, he's been in the league for seven years. If he hasn't figured it out yet, I don't know when he will. But, I mean, yeah. they, they got to bring him back. And, like, I mean, still, even worst-case scenario, they lose Grant Williams this offseason, Peyton Pritchard walks. They still probably have a top three roster in the NBA, and like I, I have no problem with them just running it back. But there's definitely room for improvement with this team. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, um, I have one other question for you. What are your, what do you think about Joe Missoula in his first year as head coach and uh, how he's progressed throughout the whole year and into the playoffs? Yeah, um, it was it was wild. Just like this, this whole season was kind of a. I mean, you started off the season with all the. Udoka, and then like two drama before, and yeah, everything. That's what happens. Yeah, and then um, so I, I he was in an impossible spot. So he was literally like not even on the front row of assistant coaches. He was in the second row last year, um, or two years seasons ago under Udoka. He kind of randomly gets thrown into the head coaching role. He didn't pick his assistants. He lost two assistant coaches during the regular season, and uh, he's thrown into the fire against a bunch of really good coaches. Um, Quinn Snyder was a great coach. Doc Rivers, I mean, he has his flaws, clearly, but he's a respected coach, at least. Mm -hmm. And then Eric Spolster is obviously the best coach in the NBA, probably. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I I think if he got swept against the Heat, they'd probably fire him, but he was able to get them to... Seven. Get them to seven, at least show fight. Yeah. And uh, so I think this year will be, like, not make or break, because they did extend him for multiple years, but I think we'll have a much better sense of who he is as a coach because he's picked his assistants now. Yeah, that's a They'll huge have a part of training it. camp, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, he was thrown right into the fire of it all. I mean, all that news with uh, Udoka came out and then they had to hire someone and mm-hmm. then he was he was just, he, this is he first. Was there. He yeah, was, he was there. there. Yeah, his first season, I mean, it's tough for, for a, a rookie head coach, but yeah, he, he, he kind of handled it well. He, he Like you said, he, he showed fight. He made the players show fight going down 3-0. Most teams would be like, all right, like we're down 3-0. I mean, like, we're not coming back for this. But yeah. they went, they forced the game seven, which is insane. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, next year is a big year for him to see how the team all shapes up and how he bounces back. Mm-hmm. So, 
Definitely. And I know uh, very random. I mentioned it to Derek the other day when we were doing the Southeast Division. Um, they kind of already have a, a stable front court with uh, Banchero and Wagner and the 6th and 11th pick this year. But just as, from a center standpoint, uh, and Derek was like, oh, like, damn, that's a pretty good fit. Um, if he starts to get run, and, you know, I feel like he had a good season last season. What about a potential trade for, like, Bobo? I, we were just talking about this before off camera. The Celtics actually had Bobo very briefly uh, last year. I guess he was just like wow. kind of like collateral in a trade, and he got sent to Orlando. Um, I mean, it'd be cool, but I, like he's not like a needle mover. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So. It maybe like as a backup, like uh, come in and give you a little spark off the bench, pl- block some shots or something. And I mean, that is also going to be important because Al Horford like ran out of gas at the, during the playoffs. He shot like shit. He was able to still defend and I think he's always gonna have a spot in this other is literally just because he defends uh Giannis and Embiid better than anybody else in the league honestly I, I don't know how I don't know why some of those blocks he had on Embiid and yeah against the 76ers in that series was yeah. crazy game four I think it was the one they lost in overtime but like he had I'll, ne- I'll literally never forget it he was strapping uh <laughs> Embiid and then uh and B missed a shot, and then P.J. Tucker got the offensive rebound, made it. The crowd was going crazy. And P.J. Tucker immediately got into B's ear and basically told him to stop being, like, a fucking pussy yeah. and, like, <laughs> trying to, like, uh, get something on Al Horford, and he just couldn't. But, uh, yeah, and but back to what I was saying, like, they need another legitimate backup big who can just kind of like, eat innings and just, like, fill minutes during the regular season so Al Horford isn't, like, out of gas for the playoffs mm-hmm. and that uh, Rob Williams isn't injured because... Uh, it, it was just so clear during the playoffs that he was out of gas. And, like, Mike Muscala is not going to be I was going to say, yet. Mike Muscala, like, Blake Griffin, Luke Cornett is not cutting it. Yeah, down. exactly. Like, oh, my God, Luke Cornett is dumbass, like, contest yeah. from, like, sitting yeah. in the paint. It's just, like, <laughs> not cutting it at all. Like, if, if they can get one more, like, legitimate bench piece, and like, or someone like Kuzma, I mean, would be, like, I would get rid of Brogdon for Kuzma as well. We just don't need those three guards. You know what I, I mean? definitely agree. And S- Smart is, like, the heart and soul of the team. They're not getting rid of him. I will, I know I know. Uh, White had a great playoffs, but Brogdon was sixth man of the year. Brogdon was sixth man of the year, but I, I think White's a better player, honestly. Like, he defends way better than him. He was all defensive second team. So uh, you're, keeping, you're keeping White over Brogdon? I would definitely keep okay. White over Brogdon, okay. yeah. And, uh... Brogdon's also more injury prone. Like he, mm-hmm. like kind of had to have his minutes. Like he's a starting level player, but uh, he had to come off the bench because he needs like to be managed so he doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. But um, two two years older than White, making four mil- around four million roughly per year. Yeah, so it definitely helps your argument into getting rid of uh, Brogdon or White, uh, Brogdon over White. Um, but just interesting to see like what teams like these guys could even go to. Or, exactly what you guys yeah. are getting like in return, but. Again, uh, I mean, like, we're all in the same agreement that I feel like at least one of them has to get traded. And it's not going to be smart. It's not going to be smart. I don't want it to be white. So yeah. I think Brogdon's just kind of like the odd man out. You know what I mean? Was Brogdon, that was his first year in the Celtics? First year, yeah. Wow. Well, that is pretty good. First year in a new team winning six men of the yeah. year. Very good. <laughs> I mean, like, what if a team like the Nets, they don't get Dame? Why not get? Why not try and go after Brogdon? Like, Brogdon has proven to be good. You know, a good a good player. I mean, what does he do for the Nets though? At I mean, this point? like the Nets obviously want to keep McCallum and be competitive. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get into the Nets though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So any any more like yeah, final last, thoughts? Last last thoughts. I mean, nah, yeah, we, we kind of just went, went over. over. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to the team that 
the Celtics eliminated in the second round. The 76ers, they have some questions. They got a new coach this offseason, fired Doc Rivers, signed Nick Nurse. They have no draft picks. Um, Harden's a free agent, Niang's a free agent, and Milton's a free agent. Those are the three big ones. Um, I feel like they have to re-sign Harden. I feel like otherwise I really just don't know where Harden would go. We talked about Harden possibly going to the Rockets, but... We stated that it just wouldn't make sense for both sides. So if Harden wants to win, why would he go to Houston? Why would Houston want him? They're, it just doesn't make sense. It would stunt the growth of Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., and all those guys. So I feel like Harden back to the Sixers kind of it just it I feel like it's gonna fall into place. I mean, Nick Nurse hopefully will turn things around for them. Um, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I know I rambled a little bit on our one of our other episodes about this. Um, so I'll do it a little again. Um, I 100% think Harden should and will re-sign with the 76ers. Um, I feel like there had to be more into him getting Doc Rivers fired than uh, him just leaving after that. That doesn't really make any sense. I feel like the organization had to have a little bit of like a pull that he's coming back. Um, I also think that they will be a better team next season. Uh, he had that. Listen, uh, we all know Jokic is the best player in the world. He's better than Embiid. But Embiid was a fucking monster this regular season. I feel like people are forgetting that. Um, he had a crazy stretch. And although he you know, went up against Al Horford and Claxton, um, he couldn't have been fully healthy. Something had to be wrong. I know there hasn't been a report that came out and said anything. Well, he had that knee issue where exactly. he missed a couple yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. He definitely was 100%, but yeah, yeah, definitely get what you're saying. Like, like that drop-off or MVP, and not even MVP, like he's been dominant for seasons. Like, it, it just doesn't happen like that. It went um, from 33 points a game to, like to 18, 18, which is just like awful. Um, you, you, get t- you get P.J. Tucker, you know what you're getting with him. Uh, age does not really seem to be a factor with him. Um, Tyrese Maxey is going to be a star. Mm-hmm. He's 22 years old. He's only getting better. It, it, he's I eligible like, for extension yeah, this year. Which, which, this he, which he's going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring him to his fourth year now, he's only getting better, I just said. He, like, he can easily be a 22, 23-point-per-game scorer. I think they should move him to the starter role. I know he's been coming off the bench. He's kind of been back and forth, yeah, honestly. Back and forth. Um, so, I mean, you got Shake Milton on a team option. You you have DeAnthony Melton going back. I think both of those guards are very good. Uh, Daniel Hollis Jr., I was talking to Derek about it. Maybe get uh, an Eric Gordon. I know, like, they've been, like, links to him. They still have Dara Mori up, up in the front office. Um, and then, yeah. But Niang's the other free agent. Niang, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, I guess bring him back. But um, what, one thing I want to say besides the fact that they sh- have, I 100% think they have to trade, I mean, re-sign Harden they gotta look into moving Tobias Harris somehow oh yeah he's just not what he used to be if that was anything uh he's making 39 million dollars so overpaid 39 yeah million yeah this he may not re-sign Jimmy Butler too. yeah, yeah. The same offseason that was rough so I mean like, you have to look in somehow some way getting rid of that contract um I don't know for what or for who but I feel like getting rid of him he's power forward he just, he gets a lot of open looks and he can't really knock him down he's not a good defender uh he's kind of just like there it's, it's time to move on from definitely him. he's been there he's done his time in in philadelphia i think it's time mm. to move on from him definitely i definitely agree with you on that i mean like i i seriously don't know like what they can even like do i mean 39 million is a lot of money to move especially for how many more years does he have it's got to be one or yeah. one this is his last season yeah. okay so 
Wow. One thing I think that's going to be interesting is, like, I feel like Nick Nurse is not a fit at all with Harden and Embiid, at least from, like, a culture standpoint. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, so, like, when Nick Nurse was in Toronto, like, he was fucking playing his guys, like, 40 minutes a night, like, killing them and, like, grinding games out on the defensive end. Like, and I also heard he was kind of tough in the locker room. Like, he really, like, didn't have, like, a lot of leeway for guys. Like, everyone had... Uh, expectations, and if he didn't perform, like he was not, he was not having it. And uh, like, especially James Harden, I like, I feel like there's trouble written all over that. And then Embiid, like, is he gonna play Embiid like 37, 38 minutes a game? He, like he can't, did? he can't. Embiid's so, not gonna be able to withstand that. So yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So like, one one thing's either gonna have to change. Uh, either Nick Nurse is gonna have to change his strategy around like coaching, or Embiid's gonna have to learn how to play more. But I mean. And Bede's broken down every single playoff run. Besides, I think he was healthy in 2019 when they lost to the Raptors for the most part. But uh, 2020, he was actually healthy against the Celtics. I got swept. 21, he had something wrong with him against the Hawks. He was playing, though. Mm-hmm. And then 22, he had the – was an orbital fracture. And then he had another something else with his hand. And then this year again with the knee. So. Um, it's not as bad as, like, Kawhi where you miss games, but, like – He's always breaking down in the playoffs, which has got to be frustrating if you're a Sixers fan. Very frustrating because they really haven't. They haven't done anything. They, I was gonna say they really haven't done much with him. Have they made a conference finals? No, no I, yeah, I don't think they made one conference finals, which is crazy to have uh, an MVP and guy that's been very solid for them. I mean, for many years too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said before, the Sixers have no picks. Um, They're over the cap. They are. I mean, they're paying three guys over $100 million. And one of them is Tobias Harris, right? And he's making the most amount of money. No, excuse me, excuse me, second most. Embiid's making the most. Yep, it's got to be. This season, he made the most. I mean... But they, starting next season, Embiid's going to make the most. They need to re-sign Harden, but, like, I still think the Celtics and Bucks, even if they... Are better. Are better, yeah, than the... I still have the Bucks at the top. I still think Giannis is just... Insane, and then I probably would put the Boston, and then yeah. and then the Sixers. I mean, Sixers just can't crack that top two. No, I, and I don't know if they they will with with the with this team. I mean, hopefully, it, not hopefully, but I don't really care about the Sixers. But Maxi's only going to get better. I mean, he, what's his extension going to look like? He's going to make. I heard it was four years, two hundred mil. Wow, oh my God, fifty I, million dollars for. I mean, he's, he's twenty two years old. He's shown stud. he can be a star. Like, it's not a super max. That's still Close. a lot of money. That's... I think we're just kind of numb to the idea that, like, 200 mil. Like, I remember, like, Curry signed a 200 mil deal, like, maybe 2017. We were like, holy shit, that's so much money. I guess now that isn't, or at least in a few years down the line, it's not going to be as much as, like. I mean, the cap, the cap's going up every year. Yeah, so. exactly. But, like, still, like, that's a lot of money to put that's there. $50 million a year for him. I mean, I, I, I guess lock him up while you can because. Two years, he's gonna be worth more than that. Yeah, I guess exactly. that's what they're planning on. They're, they're banking on. So, but uh, they gotta get. They have to upgrade from uh, Tobias Harris. But like, I don't. I haven't heard a single thing about him ever being shopped, shopped or anything. Because like, yeah. who's gonna want that contract? You know what I mean? So, you're gonna have to dump picks with that. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah. So they already started, kind of their rebuild. No one really expected this guy to be this good. Um, and I don't think it would happen. But it's kind of just like a shot in the dark. What did the Sixers throw away their whole entire future? Like, Paul George-type trade, like, five, six first-round picks. And they had the contract to match it, 
Tobias Harris and a bunch of fucking boatload picks for Mikel Bridges. Oof. I mean, Bridges like with the Sixers would be sick. that would make them a top two team if they re-sign mm. Harden. You yes. got you have Harden at the point, Maxi at the two, Mikel at Bridges. the three, Tucker at the five, four, and Embiid at the five with Brid- D'Angelo. That's uh, scary too. Bridges is good, man. He had a great season on Brooklyn this year. He's yeah. gonna be. A He's star. gonna be very good, and we'll get into Brooklyn a little bit later in this episode, and we'll talk about it then. I, oh, I, wow, I have that'd a lot be a crazy say trade. I, I if a, I'm if I'm the the Sixers, I'd do that. I, I would. I would trade. I, I, I'm, I'm giving up five first round picks as much as I can yep. because that is a win now team. Same. That is a win now team. Yep. And Embiid is 29, and he fits in perfectly. Fits in perfectly. perfectly. I mean, they, they, it's crazy because they drafted him. They traded him for who? Zaire Williams. Yeah, they drafted him. His mom works in. For the Sixers or something around Philadelphia, I There's think. There's some I, close relationship. Yeah, yeah when he went now. to Villanova, I mean, he was he's right there. I mean, wow, that'd be that's interesting. And like Maury, like who knows? Like he's all, definitely tricks up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. That'd be a very cool signing that can put them over the edge. That can be like teams would be like, damn, that like, can make them like legit, yeah. like toe to toe with the Nuggets. Exactly, because like because yeah. like, as you just said, like. Better defender, better shooter, better shot creator. Like, he's everything that they need. Mm-hmm. He's a great defender, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you he's, just said, like, the Sixers are good. Like, even if they re-sign Harden, like, they're good. But, like, you know, like, they're not going to, like, make that, like... They're not, they're not going to get over the hump. Yeah. Uh, I mean, being an MVP season, like, they still haven't gotten over the hump. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like, uh, you know, they got to re-sign Harden. Nick Nurse is going to be interesting. But unless they make, like, a crazy trade and un- unload that Harris contract... Um, there is me sitting at that two three seed the rest of the regular season for the next couple of years. And losing the second round and losing the second <laughs> round, that that seems to be uh, the script. With them. The script exactly. every year for yeah. them. <laughs> so um, I mean, like, and again, like, how many more years? Like, do you do that like, exactly? And B is twenty nine, Harden's thirty three. It's like. How many more years do you say the process is over? And Embiid's probably not going to age too well. I mean, he's already oh. had a shit ton of injuries. He missed his first two years, and he's about to turn 30 soon. Oh. Like, are, are you still trusting the process? I <laughs> never trusted it, and I don't think I ever will, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it is sad because they could have had a really good team. Like, really good. Like, if they kept Butler instead of Tobias Harris, wow. I mean, not oh. even that. I'm just talking about draft pick-wise. Do you imagine they drafted Tatum instead of Fultz? Wow. Uh, and then because they traded up, they, I was gonna say no. Celtics traded, traded down. No, I was gonna say the Celtics traded down that draft because they, they knew, knew they, they they knew who they wanted. They knew who they wanted. They knew Lonzo was gonna go to the Lakers. That yeah, that was that awesome. was crazy. It worked out so well for the Celtics. And then Ben Simmons was supposed to be a home run, and he was honestly really good for them until the twenty twenty one playoffs. He just broke, broke down. down, and then after mentally. that, it just went. Downhill for I mean, him. I think he's had, like, back injuries and things like that. I think it's a lot more than just the mental side mm-hmm. that's messed with Ben Simmons. I'm like, Simmons was a dog. Dog. So he was an all-star. All-star. All-NBA defensive team. Yeah. Like, he was a dog. Like, if he had a little bit of a shot during, like, I guess you can say now his prime, unless he makes a huge comeback. I can't like, see that happening. But, like, he was, he averaged, I think, close, like, 18, like, 8 and 8. Yeah. Great defensive, like obviously great shooting He's numbers. Tall ass point guard, playmaker, and everything. Like it, it's crazy. Like I don't know him and him and Embiid were a great duo. Um, but yeah, I feel like that kind of wraps it up in the six. There's not really much to go from here, unless again the big thing is just resign Harden. Yeah, and, and again, unless you make a big trade, uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so that moves on to Derek's Knicks. Yes, sir. What are your opinions on the Knicks? Knicks. Okay. Well, the first thing. No draft picks this year. We traded our first-round pick for Josh Hart. 
And I think the most important thing this offseason is to no matter what, you have to re-sign Hart. The impact he had for this team was just unreal. As soon as we traded for him, we went on a nine-game win streak, and he was a huge part of it. Um, he kind of didn't play that well in the playoffs against the Heat. He kind of really wasn't there, but he was a huge part of the reason we ended up being the, the five seed. So first things first, Knicks have to resign hard. He's opting out of his player, of his deal. I'm not sure how much. I think he's going to try to get $18 million a year around there. Uh, you got to throw that at him no matter what happens. Um, next thing is, what do we do with Randall? This guy, I mean, he had surgery on his foot, so maybe he really was playing injured against the Heat and the Cavs. But, I mean, he just played fucking terrible in the playoffs. Like, and it's not only this playoffs. It's been two playoffs in a row. row. I know, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm hoping the surgery, his ankle was really bothering him because he did have the surgery. Um, he should be good for training camp. But um, I really, really, really hope he can bounce back into the playoffs because, I mean, I don't know where we could trade him. That would make sense for both teams or either team. Um I just don't think it really works out, so I, I, I don't expect the Knicks to move him. I, um, uh, other than that, a f- couple free agents I want the Knicks to sign. Well, one or two, one of two, Seth Curry or Dante DiVincenzo. We need guys that can shoot the three. Obviously, we lack that in the playoffs. I mean... Um, lack of shooting was painful in the playoffs. Pa- horrible, horrible. I mean, Jalen Brunson was literally our only guy. Um uh, RJ played well besides the first two games of the Cavs series and the last game of the Heat series. Um, but we need three-point shooting snipers. Steven Chenzo would be amazing. I would love Seth Curry, one of those two guys, to just give uh, Brunson a little bit of help on the shooting. Brunson played amazing. I think this guy is going to be an absolute fucking star. I mean, what he did against the Heat by himself in the in that last playoff game, he had 38, I'm pretty sure, and something like that. I mean, I know he had the turnover at the end, whatever, but... I think the Knicks are in a good spot. I mean, they have Brunson, who's only going to be better next year. I think Brunson will put up better numbers next year now that he had a full year here in New York, like understanding how to play with Randall. I think hopefully Randall can give Brunson the keys to this franchise. I hope. Um, another thing is Emmanuel quickly is due for an extension this offseason. The Knicks have to re-sign him. He was a huge part of this, uh, this team, even though he didn't play well in the playoffs either. But I think he's looking at around a four-year close to $80 million contract, and I'd 100% give it to him. Um, so, yeah, uh, that kind of, like, really wraps it up. I know a lot of people on Nick's Twitter are still saying fire Tibbs, and I just don't – I just don't get – I just don't get it. I mean, I don't know who these people would want to bring in that would be better. I mean, I, I like Tibbs as a coach. He's a great defensive-minded coach. I just don't know who you replace him with that makes – that just makes sense. So, I just – I'm totally against that. I think – they just maybe look to trade for another star. I mean, I don't really know who's going to be available. I don't think Dame fits in this backcourt. I mean, obviously there's talks about Zion. I would love Zion. I'd throw the house at Zion. I would love him on this team. But I don't see that happening either. So I, I really expect the Knicks to just sign IQ to an extension and re-sign Hart and probably just run it back and maybe make a – well, they're going to get rid of D. Rose and Fournier. So we'll see what happens. Maybe they, maybe they use those contracts to – get someone who uh maybe get a star i mean those i don't know i really don't know i really don't know what the knicks are going to do this offseason so i don't know either and i mahomes are offseason ever since randall said um i guess the heat just wanted more i thought 
hey, if my one of my players ever says that, I'm getting off my team immediately. But when I thought more and more every day of a destination for Randall, there were, as Derek said, there's just nowhere. <laughs> nowhere that makes sense for both teams until the other day. Um, so if he actually is, a, is on the move and he's shared that he wants to come to New York, listen, it would put this team in a better position and it would put the Knicks in a really cool position. Emmanuel quickly. The team needs a point guard. They've shown they want to trade up and get a point guard. Emmanuel quickly and Julius Randle to the Pelicans for Zion Williamson. I would do that. It'll and I think the Pelicans would too. Randle was all NBA second team. I you, mean, Randle's still you, a great player. Like, he, I mean, he is a great player. But you have a lineup of quickly CJ, Brandon Ingham, Julius Randle, and Valanciunas with Herb Jones and Trey Murphy off the bench. That's a good fucking team. That is a very good and team. And then you bring in Zion to New York spotlight. And I think... If that, you got to shop. You got to shop Mitchell Robinson because Mitchell Robinson is not going to open the floor He's, up for he Zion. Well, that obviously you get work. you yeah. get you get rid of um, trade Fournier. Mitch for, I would trade Mitch for try to package Mitch and some other players for KP because then you need someone to space oh, the floor. Oh, 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 that would be fucking. Because if they beautiful. were going to get Zion, you can't have be running Mitch and Zion in the paint. That would be beautiful. KP and Zion would be scary. Would yeah, be scary. I'd, I'd even th- I even think about that. I was getting that. You do that trick with the Pelicans, you get Zion, then you get rid of Mitchell's contract, you get rid of Fournier. Uh, it's not that Fournier, bad. It's, what is it, 15? But, but I'm just saying, it builds up, it builds yeah. up uh, yeah. shit. You get rid of Fournier's and you get rid of uh, D-Rose. Those you, are automatic. No matter what yeah. happens this offseason, they will not step foot on the next court. I didn't, night. before I even got into KV, which would be amazing, um, I was getting at uh, Brooke Lopez. I will take Brooke Lopez, yeah. too. Oh, oh, yeah. One, yeah. one of those players next to Zion, you re-sign Hart with Brunson, Barrett, Hart, Zion, and KP and Grime, you'd have. I'm trying to think of who the Grimes will be off the bench. Grimes will be off the bench. McBride, Hardenstein. Yeah, I mean, Tibbs likes his nine man rotation, so that'd be the nine mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I mean, I I would I would send quickly and Julius Randle in a heartbeat to, to New Orleans for Zion. What if? Because you know they say they want a point guard. And, like the Pelicans want to win now. Would you give up? It would probably break your heart, but like I feel like you'd have to. Like, what if Brunson was in that deal no, for Zion? Brunson, you would Br- rather have Jalen no. Brunson than Zion. Brunson is the only untouchable on this team. I mean, wow! He, you see what he did this year? I, know, I, I can't. I, know. I, I can't trade I know, Brunson. There's no way. Yeah. I could ever trade Brunson it's, after what he did. Him leaving the Mavericks to sign with us. His dad's the assistant coach. Brunson is the only untouchable player. I, I mean, I don't he, think they would snake him like that either. Yeah, no, no, he, 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 and, he's the only player that I mean, they could trade Barrett, they could trade Grimes, they could trade Ovi, anyone. But Brunson, you can't like. He was the only player that showed up in the playoffs. I, I mean, he put the city One on his five. back. He's 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 not the king of New York, but he's 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 getting he, close. he's getting up there, man. <laughs> yeah. Like like definitely getting close. And I'm in complete agreement with Derek. Um, I would yeah, you'd rather I, keep. Uh, Brunson over Zion? 100%. Honestly, if it was a one-on-one swap, I think I'm still taking Jalen Brunson. Starting next season, Jalen Brunson is the best contract in NBA. He's got to be. He's yeah. making 25? His con- 26. His contract oh only God. decreases. That's 27, 27 this previous year, 26, 24, and 24. If Jalen Brunson had that season that he had last year, and he was a free agent right now, he'd be... A max. He'd be making... A max. Insane 40, amount of money. 40 plus. Yeah. So that points. contract is going to be so helpful for the years to come. Um, I, I love Brunson so much, man. He is just he is just so fun to watch too. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't wait for like a full season of him to hope, hopefully Randall really does give him like 
leeway and like the keys to this franchise because if Brunson was able to like do what he did in the playoffs, bro, he's gonna he's just gonna be insane next year, man. He, I, he play like an All NBA player. It's actually a crime. He wasn't an All Star. I know. Uh, the, the, the first half of the season, I mean, he was great. He just wasn't. He was in a backseat role. Yeah, of. yeah. And then the second half is when he started to heat up, and he was a fucking dog. And now. Mm. He's going to have a full season of that. He's going to be an all-star next year, no doubt. Mm. Just get him one other star that shows up in the playoffs and we'll be, f- Zion, we'll be good. We have the, if they can get Zion, oh, my God. Oh, we have, like, the, we have like the role players around him to like do it. Like We have Grimes, who's a great defender. He played great defense on Butler in the, in the playoffs. We have quickly – I mean, I don't know what the deal would – if we did give up quickly in Randall, we still have – Deuce, who's a lockdown, I mean, he's not great on offense. Hardenstein's, Hardenstein was a huge part of our team in the second half of the season. Josh Hart. I really do like R.J. Barrett. I mean, he played horrible the first two games against the Cavs. but Actually awful. Like, actually terrible. But after that, he stepped up. He really did, except for until game six of the Heat series. Yeah. But besides that, he, he averaged, like, close to 19. I mean, R.J. Barrett's still 22 years old. Like, he is still so, so, so young. So, I mean, a lot of people hate him. A lot of people clown on him. But I still have R.J.'s back. Yeah, I mean, like, as I just said, like, I definitely, th- and you said, too, like, he played awful the first two games, but. He bounced back hugely. Bounced after, back After so all good. the criticism that he heard, Steve, fuck Stephen A. Smith, first off, uh, he was talking a bunch of shit, fuck him anyway. Um, he's saying that, I think he was, I forgot what he said, he said something ridiculous after the first two games. I mean, I know RJ played horrible and whatever, but he said something I, I wish I, I wish I knew what it was because it was just the stupidest thing ever. There's I think too they, many stupid quotes of him. Yeah, they just yeah, add up all yeah. of them. I think he yeah. said like the, he shouldn't even play or something like that. They should bench him or something. Maybe it wasn't that crazy, but whatever it is, he's. He, I would not he, be surprised. Stephen A. Smith, I hope you fucking never hear this shit. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's well, a fucking yeah. Idiot. After game two, he turned up. He played well. So and game three at MSG was the greatest game I've ever went to. I mean, the atmosphere at MSG for the playoffs, there's literally nothing There's nothing better than that. I can't, I can't imagine if the Knicks made the finals ever. I, I couldn't even imagine how crazy the – like, I mean, I thought, like, watching, watching the Nuggets and the Heat in the finals, like, yeah, the crowd was loud, but just, like, imagine a finals game at MSG. There, it, just, it just – the place would probably Whole burn down. Shaking, yeah. yeah, the place would probably burn down, fall down. Like, if the day ever comes – I, I will be there no matter what. What are your, like, expectations for them this year, though? Because I feel like similar to the Kings, they had this great year. They kind of surprised, but, like, what's the I, next step? I expect Jalen Brunson to get better. I think we can jump the Cavs to be a top four, four. seed. I'm not saying we'll beat. Like, I, I mean, honestly, like, next year I feel like we could compete with the Sixers. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we could be the top – not, I'm saying Boston and Milwaukee are still 1-2, but I wouldn't be surprised if we can jump into Steel 3 or 4. Three. I mean, like, Bronson's only going to get better. Our younger players are still young. Like, Grimes is only getting better. IQ had a great season. He's only getting better. I hope Obi gets more run. I mean, I, I mean, if we sign a guy like Curry or DiVincenzo, I mean, our team is pretty well put together and we re-sign Hart. And if we can get the 3-seed or 4-seed and, and – uh, Knock out whoever it is. I feel like I, I I would I would be confident like against Boston or Milwaukee. I'm not saying we'd win, but I mean it would the be heat. a great series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Heat too. Yeah, yeah. Man, this would. Wow, we are forgetting with the Heat. Yeah, this whole entire time. I, I mean, mean and they, they, they don't play well in the regular season. I mean, they were the one seed the year ago. They turned kind of just lost. I mean, they were the eight seed and almost lost to the Bulls in dude, the plan. I haven't which thought is about crazy. the Heat once. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. like, yeah. and if they get Dame, I mean. 
I know we're sidetracking a little bit. It's not in the division, but like, where the hell are the Heat gonna end up in the in the yeah. rankings next year? If they get Dame, I think they end up back in the finals. Well, they're gonna they're gonna lose either one or Vincent or Struess. I feel like yeah. Kevin Love's not gonna be back. Why? Um, I I mean Kevin Love might yeah he probably will be back, but I mean like I don't know if they trade for Dame. I that would be scary. Dude, like aside from Jimmy, like ever since. They got LeBron. I feel like they're always linked to people in the offseason. Like, it's always, like, in a meme on Twitter. It's, like, the first, like, shitty Photoshop you see when a player's on the trade market, it's them in a heat uniform. Uh, like, I don't know. I just feel like they've missed out on a decent amount of, like, these big sweepstakes before. And, like... It'd be I, funny if they missed out on Dave. That would be so great. Oh, that would that. be that would be crazy. I hope he gets traded, but just not to the Heat. I, I just don't uh, know where else he would go. Like, where I else know. is he linked to right now? There's really no... And he said he wants to play for the Heat. He said if he wants to get traded, it'd be the Heat. Yeah. I mean, like, I do think that the Heat... And I feel like Portland... Like it makes sense. Portland yeah. would grant him his wish. They're, gonna, they're not going like, to send him to, like, Toronto or yeah, something. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. The, the, the Heat have to end up with Dame or Kyrie if they want to be competitive next season. Mm-hmm. I agree. To. Like, this is a... Cinder- like, I... I there's no other way around it. It was a fucking Cinderella run for the Heat. Like, it was just... I mean... It, I, it was I amazing coaching. It was amazing shooting. Because, um, well, you look at the regular season, they were the worst three-pointing shooting team in the league. And I, yeah. I like... But, like, like on like paper, it. they have good shooters. So, it's like when they started hitting shots in the playoffs, I'm like, I, I guess it, it makes sense. sense but, yeah. like, uh, I, I take it back a little bit. It wasn't the craziest Cinderella run, but, like, they definitely I overachieved. Mean, oh, overachieved. I mean, look who they beat. They beat Giannis and the Bucks in the first round. I mean, a Knicks, good Knicks I team mean, in the second, second round. round. And then the Celtics. And Celtics. Like, I mean, like they that's kind of Tough-ass road. Smooth. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to the Knicks, I, I think the Knicks could be top four next year. I mean, I think if they just sign that's one fair. of those guys, re-sign IQ, Randall comes back healthy, Brunson's going to be a fucking stun next year. Um... I'm very excited for next year. I can't. I can't wait. And also, I also want the Knicks to trade into this draft. We haven't. We we have, we weren't in last year's draft. We had the tenth or twelfth pick. We traded to the Thunder for a future first round pick. I don't know. I think the Knicks. So we don't have a rookie contract from last year, and if we don't have one from this year, we're just like. Was that last it, draft pick Obi? Yes. Wow. Obi and no, 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 no. Grimes, Grimes and McBride were okay. the year after Obi oh, and yeah, IQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides, but that that was two years ago. So if we don't hop into this draft, we have no. We're gonna have no, no rookie, youth. no you, rookie contracts. Which rookie contracts nowadays are are Very huge. Valuable. You pay the guy four or five million dollars, and they're they're pretty important to your team sometimes. Like look at Christian Brown this this mm-hmm. year. I mean, he's probably making no money. He's a huge. He was not a huge part, but. He played. He did his role for the, for the, the finals. Nuggets. Absolutely, yeah. definitely did his role. He 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 won in the game. Yeah. So game I four. mean, I really want the uh, the Knicks to somehow get into this draft one way or another. I I don't know how they will, but I I really hope they do. So, First round. And uh, I guess to wrap the Knicks talk, I'll, I'll ask an outrageous question. But uh, in two years from now, will will we be seeing a big three of? Uh, Jalen Brunson, Zion Williamson, and Donovan Mitchell in New York. Donovan Mitchell will be a Nick one day. I feel like that's just yeah. like I, I yeah. Great I mean, formality. like there's rumors like right now, like about like him. Like I, he, he's definitely gonna be a Nick. He's a free agent after this after this year, right? Is it after this year, I, th- I think wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Can I think someone has to double check that for me? But. If not this year, it's definitely the year after. But I, I think I think the year after that one. Oh, it is. What does that backcourt look like though? Mitchell and uh, and Brunson. Like that's it's a bad defensively, shitty but, defensive backcourt. But great offensively. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think I think Donovan Mitchell will be a Nick one day. I feel like he just like I feel like he just has to be. Um, on the other hand, for Zion, I'd give anything to have fucking Zion on my team. That big but three, not, but not Brunson. But not Brunson. Yeah, <laughs> besides anything besides, they can have the whole team besides Brunson. I don't care. They can have IQ, Obi, and Randall mm-hmm. for 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 Zion. Um, but that big three would be crazy. We'd be Zion would be only older and better. Brunson would be only be Brunson's still what twenty. Six, I think. I think so. I mean, he was a four-year college player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was old. I, I think mean, he was a four-year college player. Yeah. At least. Uh, he was. He was definitely there for multiple years. Yeah. Um, but that big three would be. Uh, Brunson is twenty-six. So I mean, I don't know. I don't He's know. Just starting his prime. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Brunson is the best contract in NBA. And he he look at him what he did with Luca last year. I mean, he he stepped up when Luca went down, yeah, and, and he stepped he, up this year in the playoffs him. too. So like. Yep. He's he's a dog, man. I I love Brunson. I have so much love for that man. He is untradeable. He's gonna be so fucking good next year. I can't wait. Very good. You you guys uh you guys have a lot of good contracts in your team. Um, and then before we wrap up the next talk, just one more question, kind of a, a random one, I guess. And I feel like I already know your answer. I feel like our viewers will know your answer, and Matt will know your answer. It's not that big of a question. But for the same amount of price, I guess you said mentioned eighteen million dollars a year. Would you rather sign Josh Hart or Bruce Brown? Josh Hart. Yeah. Yes. No, I'd rather have Josh Hart. He's, I mean, he's like, like his connection already with the exactly, team. Yeah, that's him why, and Brunson are like literally best friends. Yeah, I mean, that's why. Out of context, I like I'm definitely taking Bruce. Brown. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I feel like it just makes more sense for like. I know, this like heart makes, and soul. Like, yeah, you know, this yeah. makes more sense for this team. It makes more sense, but I think Bruce Brown's a much better player. Yeah, and, and he showed that. Yeah, in the playoffs, he showed that. But I just, I just, it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make as much sense. No, no, I, I, I agree. It was, it was very random. Um, I really hope that Brando and IQ trade for Zion happens. I hope it does too. That'd, Dude, that's, <laughs> that'd be sick for both teams. For both would, teams. Zion's worth so much more. But I would but throw in picks. Hurt. I'd throw in like no. Picks. Well, I thought Dude, he was, like, like, I thought he was fucking worth more until Pelicans are shopping him. Yeah, like how? <laughs> like know. what? I know. Yeah. I know. Like there was some crazy package where like I saw it on Twitter. I'm forgetting what team and what players were involved. But I'm like, if you're the other team, how do you not do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, he's 22 and has proven it to be a top. At least twenty player went healthy. At the, I mean, at fucking least, least at the least. I mean, he's literally when he was healthy, he put up like 27, 27 and eight or something like that. I mean, like that's ridiculous at twenty one years old. And his efficiency is insane Same too. too. I mean, oh, he is so good. I'd kill for him to be on the Knicks. Okay, so let's get into our next team, um, which I think could be a like since we're on this crazy Zion trade topic. Why not a team like? Which our next thing we're going to be discussing, the Toronto Raptors are getting the sweepstakes. If he does be shocked. You pair Scotty Barnes with Zion Williamson. You have Siakam, who would fit the power forward role in the Pelicans. But you, Dude, you, have, you, you have assets. That's interesting, but I just don't think they want to do that right now. I don't know. I feel like they who? want to move the, the Raptors. Really? I, I mean, mean, like, Zion's... I, why would you not want Zion? No, I feel like... But I feel like Siakam would have to be involved in that deal. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I thought you said you, they, you would keep Siakam. No, 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 you thought you were saying Siakam, Siakam was starting power forward. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh, that's no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying Siakam would fit the role of starting power forward oh, in the okay. Pelicans. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, like, that's another team. Like, they have assets. They also have OG. And then what if they potentially... What if that's the team that trades into the top three and they get Scoot? I've always said that. Scoot and Scotty would, Scotty would be fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they just got a brand new coach. Brand Darko new coach, Rajovkovich. I can't pronounce the last name, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, that would be pretty pretty cool. I mean, sign anywhere would be sick. I feel he like I feel like he just needs to get anywhere out of but New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, I feel like he's got to get out of there. I feel like him and management aren't really getting along well. I mean, he hasn't played in forever. Yeah, I feel like he just all. needs a fresh new start. Yeah, he, he especially does. after all these allegations and oh, rumors. Yeah. Just get out of there. Fresh new start. In Not a, suitable for this podcast. Yeah. We'll, uh, go yeah. into details we'll on get that. into details on that. But I, I, most of the people have probably heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zion just needs a new fresh start. And hey, Toronto could be an option. Definitely. But I feel like that 13th pick would be oh, thrown into that. I feel like they would go. Siakam would go. go. I would feel like, if I'm the Raptors, I'm throwing the kitchen sink to get Zion. Oh, I, mean, like, I feel like any team would have to. I then your like, rebuild's over. I, mm-hmm. Like in my eyes, they're going towards a rebuild right now. They're going to rebuild probably be shitty for a couple years around scotty try and get some assets mm-hmm. Definitely. um or at least that's where they should go because like they've shown that even best case scenario they're a first round out against the sixers you get zion all you need is role players and then you're a legitimate playoff team again you know what i mean 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i believe scotty barnes was going to be a very good player he took a, a lot of people like kind of hated on him he took like a regression from sophomore his, slump kind yeah. Of. Yeah. yeah but i mean he's still young he probably bounced back i mean team's probably figuring him out a little bit but i mean he's what 21 too 21 years old yeah he'll be fine that's fine even though i don't i'm, I'm not a big scotty fan but really he's talking shit so much shit to the knicks for no reason yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny but like the, that that's what i was gonna get into like with matt like what matt, what matt just said like i think that their best situation that what they should do is just you know you got to trade siak and you got to trade og this is og's last year in his contract before he's a player option um you just gotta as matt said tank build around scotty yeah i mean look assets. at them last year i mean dude they should have traded for og last they should have traded og last year yeah, um when they were gonna they offer were, three first round yeah. picks. they should have they should have traded everyone yeah. Fred, they missed out on getting assets for van vliet they should have traded Gary him at the Trent. definitely like I, I don't know why they would not trade fred is or Masai Gary. Ujiri still there yeah he's still there and he yeah. didn't do that well i did see a report i'm not sure if you guys saw it, that t- the other 29 teams are saying it's very hard to deal with the raptors i mean i can I get it. I mean, if he's trying to jack up uh, three first round picks, for OG. And, yeah. Well, it was off the heels of like the the whole trade market. Because remember last year, I felt like no trade happened really until maybe the Kyrie trade. Because um, the fucking Rudy Gobert trade just kind of fucked the market. It, up. It, yeah, it messed everything up. It uh, really did. Yeah. So we'll get into fucking the Timberwolves, man. We're gonna go in on them when they. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking Rosesh coming. Yeah, definitely. But I mean. As it stands right now, which we're also in a, that's an interesting division in Northwest because we have the Blazers too, where they have a real session on. But I mean, like, as it stands right now, it looks like the Blazers do not want to trade Dame. So, what about a potential package? Which I would do if I'm the stupid Blazers management, I guess. But if, I, if I'm the Raptors, I'm offering OG and Siakam, say for Nurkic to balance the contracts and the third overall pick. And I'm going to draft either Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson to pair with Scotty. And that's a great start to your rebuild. And it seems like they can because the Blazers have been linked to Siakam in the past. You throw an OG, the deal gets done. The deal gets done. And the Blazers are stupid and they might do that. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. They'll run it back for the 10th year in a row. And then get bounced in the, what, the plane. Yeah. Probably <laughs> at best. But uh, yeah, that would be best case scenario if the Raptors can move into that. Top three. Yeah, Scoot or Brandon Miller with, with Scotty Barnes would be dope to see. Would be very cool to see. Move on from OG and Siakam. 
Gary Trent's gone. Fred Elite's not resigning. They're all gone. Yeah. They're going to have a bunch of nobodies next year. They're going to be ass. What what seed did they finish this year? The 11th? 12th. 12th? Yeah. Were they? No, I thought they were in the plan. Yeah, 12th. No, no, no. 10. 10 would be the plan. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. yes, yes 10, 10, 10. But, uh, Who did they play? Who was the 9? Am I blanking out right now? Yeah, yeah, the Bulls, yeah, the Bulls beat them. Yeah, the Bulls almost. Oh yeah, the four red teams. Yeah, the four clones. Oh yeah. Well, the Miami is really not a clone, but all the red teams. But uh, what was I just gonna say? Like, where's speaking of the Raptors? Like, where is Van Fleet gonna go? Is there any like talk of him coming back to the Raptors? I feel like he can't. No, there's no way. He's 29. He He wants 30 million dollars a year. The Raptors, I I would hope, want to rebuild. I did. Fred Van Fleet's an interesting free agent. Like. Who's going to go out and sign for so, $30 million? I mean, like, we mentioned the Lakers in our previous episode, but, like, the Lakers just, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you got you literally have the same exact player and D'Angelo Russell, maybe a little bit worse. Um, no, if Raven leads better than... No, that's what I'm saying. D'Angelo Russell's oh, a little okay, bit yeah. worse version. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... I know Derek and I spoke about this. I feel like if the jaw suspension was a bit longer, the Grizzlies would be a really interesting fit. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond Bain and family would be a sniper of a backcourt. But besides that, like... As you guys just said, like maybe he's a fit for like the Nets. Maybe the Heat if they miss out on, on Kyrie and maybe Vincent. The heat. But I feel maybe. like Van Vliet's literally the exact same player as Kyle Lowry, just like a little bit worse defensively. Like I feel like there's like two clones of each other. Like not I mean, I just don't know. Like just don't know where he could go. I'm just like reminds me of, like Tobias Harris almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, what makes sense for Van Vliet? It's going to be interesting to see where he's at. Very, very interesting. I mean, like, what if, like, like uh, I don't see the Spurs throwing in the bag? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. See, what's interesting in, like, basketball, I feel like guys always get signed, like, right away. But, like, in baseball, like, if a player, like, wants, like, too much, like, teams dead ass just, like, won't sign so, them no matter yeah. what. And, like, in this case, there's no team that should sign Van Vliet for $30 yeah. million. There's like, no team that should be like, yep, I want this guy $30 million. No one, yeah. like, like, there's just, like, Under no, no team. For no reason. reason. Yeah. There's just no reason. Yeah. And, I mean, like, he made $21 million this year. I feel like that's pretty fair for him. I feel like he's around, like, 19, 21. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that range would be Someone, suitable for him for most teams. But 30, when you're, when you're scaring it up to 30, like, that's a little ridiculous. He was also another interesting signing, I feel like. Maybe if the Suns went after him prior to Bradley Beal trade, if they somehow got Chris Paul off the books. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. if they signed him for $20 million and used the rest on depth, that would make sense. But for still even for $30 million for the Suns would be a lot. Oh, no, definitely a lot. Um, I, I really don't know where he, where he would go for that amount of money. Unless your team, again, probably like the Nets, who want to compete. Um, they have cap space. And I don't know. I mean, like... Him and Bridges and Johnson were pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, any more thoughts on the Raptors or? No. I mean, I guess the transitions. Like, I don't see him on. Are the Nets trying to compete? I don't know. That's I, that's yeah. That's I. I really don't know much about the Nets. Like, they have the twenty first pick. They have the twenty second pick. Cam Johnson's a, a restricted free agent, so they'll probably match whatever offer he gets. He'll probably. Uh, Probably stay because they're yeah they're gonna throw whatever. And at the worst, just trade him if they want to really rebuild. Exactly. So I mean, like, what do you do right now? Like, what could you do? Seth Curry is pretty sure is a free agent. Well, he is a free agent. Um, If you're the Nets, like, what do you like? What do you do? You have Bridges, who's gonna be good, but like, that's not like a. He's never gonna be the best player on a championship championship team. team. Exactly. I mean, like, even if they even if they keep Cam Johnson, they keep Nick Claxton, they keep Bridges, you add Dame. That's still not a championship roster. That's like, that's like the Trailblazers of the East almost. Exactly. 
Like maybe a little bit better, but like listen, if so, the, the sample size we got of Bridges was pretty small. He played great, but it was the second, relatively less than the second half of the season. He, had, he played he, decent in the playoffs. He got swept. Well, I mean, yes, yes, yeah, he played I mean, decent, but he had a pretty, a pretty bad game for it. So a th- basically, a four game sample size in the playoffs. I was never, ex- I was never expecting them to. I, I mean, I mean, like me, I mean, like me, I thought they'd get a game or two, honestly. Yeah. I, I've, I think, I, I've, yeah, I think in my I predictions text, was four one. Yeah. I, I, I texted Derek. Right? I texted Derek on tip off, and I was like, I low-key think the Nets can push this to like six or seven. Just because, like, they were a bunch of dogs, and I was obviously completely wrong because I got swept. But if I'm the Nets, I'm maximizing my opportunity to get as many first-round picks as I can. They have a lot from the Suns, which are going to turn out to be good picks once the Suns fade off. So trade Bridges. You can get a lot of first-round picks for him. 100%. You can get three or four and just just, just rebuild. If the Knicks ever traded for him, he'd be perfect with Brunson and Hart, too. Those three all played together in college. They all love each other. That would be a perfect fit. Bridges would be... Probably the ideal guy to go after. I'd give him every one of our first round picks for him too. But it's like, listen, like you have a lot of guys who you can get stuff for. Like Cam Johnson, you can get stuff for. Bridge, you can get stuff for. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith. Dor- I forgot they have Dorian Finney-Smith. Spencer Dinwiddie too. Probably a, a contending team you can get things for. And I kind of like Spencer Dinwiddie, honestly. Like, him to a trade to the Lakers. I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, I wouldn't, I hate, wouldn't that hate that either. at all, honestly, for yeah. the Lakers. I mean, they kind of need someone to just, like, run point. I mean, he could do it. He's making $20 million, So it's kind of you choose Spencer Dimity or Austin Reese. Oh, that is that's tough. And a play we're not mentioning, uh, Ben Simmons is still on the roster. Oh, my God. How much is he getting paid? $37 million next season. That's probably the worst and, contract. And forty to year after. He's awful now. Like, he – because who's going to take him? No one's going to take that contract and probably have to deal with all his, like... Shenanigans. Yeah, that's the word for shenanigans. Like, who wants to deal with that? Like, who's going to take that? Unless you're giving away picks, but that's just not what they need to do right now. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, just from, like... uh, I feel like I'm in the same position with the Nets as I am in the Raptors. They just need to rebuild. Because even their best-case scenario, they're not a top five like i'm pretty sure they were under 500 after kd left and once bridges came they're not a top seven probably not even top mm. next year bucks celtics uh bucks celtics heat knicks Cavs, sixers sixers that's six right there they're not top six so so they're like best case best case possible they're a playing team team, and you saw the up and coming magic yeah i was just the magic hawks are probably gonna be better than them yeah the hawks probably will be better than them that's eight right there Mm -hmm. the wizards won't be good the raptors won't be good the Hornets won't be good. Um, Besides that, I mean, so who are the two other teams we're missing? Not Bulls. Oh, the um, Bulls. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to be an interesting team to talk about with Zach Levine. So I can't wait to talk about the Central Division. Yeah. Pistons. The Pistons like, aren't going to oh, be Pistons, good. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, like, I, think they're, I think they're out of the, like, phase where they're just, like, actively losing. I think they're going to, like, start to try and win Definitely. games. Yeah. You know Kate I mean, Cunningham's going to be so I'm pretty good. sure they did have... The worst record in the league. I think they only had the eight, one of the top three worst records in the league. But Kate Cunningham was hurt for most of the year, yeah. so that's obviously a huge loss. So I mean, they'll probably be. I mean, they got Jaden Ivey too. I mean, that that's gonna be an interesting team to talk about as well. But mm-hmm. I mean, the Nets are just like middle of the pack, like at best a playing team. At best, at best, at best, like they're like currently if they ran it back next year, their star lineup would be Spencer Dimity. 
Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Nick Claxton. That's a good team, but like it's not like getting you anywhere. Yeah, it's with, with Patty get you a Mills. Game. Listen, Watanabe's a free agent. I know that he's shown flashes. Why not attempt, attempt to trade all your pieces, rebuild, try and rebuild by Cam, uh, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Bro, they played this guy for three games in a row. He dropped forty. Each I, game. I don't think he's like. I don't think he's gonna be like all that, but like I mean, like I swear they just don't play him. He reminds me of almost like a Nate Robinson type, like on the Knicks, where like he's fun, like he can like sell some tickets, but like you're Shit not gonna get funny. Sh- you're not you're not gonna win anything with Cam Thomas running your running the show. You don't know unless you try though. Yeah. Him. I mean, they I just guess, don't play like, him enough. I mean, like I I agree with you. I don't think he's is, gonna be like weird. a superstar or anything. Yeah, but like I, he's yeah, shown, no but he's shown he could score. Hundred percent. Like, I'm not saying like f- like full re full rebound uh, rebuild around him, but he could be a third option on it. Uh, I mean, if you if he nah. eventually gets I'll run, I was gonna say like I was gonna say like a six man. If he gets like, run, I mean, he's still then, so I young. Know. I don't know. I mean, well, I was saying for like highest, highest like type, like Lou Will type player. Even I still think really? that's like a reach. He's, well, I'm saying like ceiling. He reminds me a lot of. Uh, He's a great scorer. Oh, like Alonzo Trier. I was going to say. Low key. Low key. Like, low key, like, you watch, like, yo, he could probably get a bucket on, like, anybody. Anyway. But, like, at the same time, it's just, like, like, what else is he going to do? That is true. But, Alonzo uh, Trier was, uh, he was fun to watch. He was watch. fun during those dark days of the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah, yeah those were some dark, dark days. Those yeah. days with the Knicks. Oh, we were... Terrible, but but I I mean, I'd be like uh, I don't know I like Cam Thomas though I do I definitely yeah, do like Cam cool. Thomas but like players like Nick Claxton he must I don't have, think Nick Claxton he, is like he, yeah but I'm not a big fan of him I personally I still think Mitchell Robinson's better than him I know a lot of people don't think that but I just don't see it all in, in Claxton fucking rent free buddy <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just stating my opinion <laughs> um so but like just like uh Patty Mills free agent or. These are the players entering the last year of the contract. Patty Mills, Nick Claxton, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie. So it's like, I assume all those players will be on the team next year. Because if, tra- if I'm a team, I'm not trading for any of those players. Maybe Royce O'Neal or Patty Mills. Cause they make- or Claxton. But the thing is, you're going you're to have to play. You're going to you're like, you're gonna have to pay Claxton. Yeah, he's going to get a pay. Like, day. Patty Mills and Royce O'Neal are just good veterans on their team. They're making 9 and $6 million per year. Yeah, Royce is cool. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like. Spencer Dimity making twenty, Joe Harris making nineteen. I, I think Joe Harris sucks, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm, I'll never forget, like, uh, in the Buck series, uh, when Harden and Kyrie went down. Uh, like, Joe Harris literally could not hit a fucking shot to save save his life, man. That's and so it cost bad. the Bucks. It cost so the Nets, yeah. but yeah, I mean the Nets have a bunch of like players that can contribute to a winning team, but like together it's just like exactly. So that's why they have so many assets that they can, that they can trade to contenders. I mean, we they were saying to. that last year at the deadline, they were like twelve people deep. Like, I, I have no 12. idea why they didn't sell yeah. at the deadline. They last had year. They, they had a ten man roster that 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 those guys could help other teams contend. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. So I mean, like, and but just together, it's just Doesn't never. Really it just would never work out. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I mean the Nets. Their their off season guys should just be sell to sell and and it just it's annoying because I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. But They're gonna try and do something with Mikael, but yeah. just like they can get so many picks, like you could get picks for Bridges, you could get picks for Johnson, you could probably get like like for even Dinwiddie, you could maybe get one pick or or uh, depending where you put them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Depending on the team that you get, you you, you trade them to, like you could get you could get picks for these guys. Mm-hmm. 
And you could stack them up like the Thunder. What would be some destinations for Mikael Bridges if he were to, like... So, I like the Sixers, I like the Knicks. Sixers, oh my god, yeah. Sixers, I really... I, he would fit perfect with the Knicks. But besides the Knicks, Sixers... Uh, Warriors? Uh, I mean, I think Andrew Cum- Wiggins... Cuminga, Poole... Yeah, I feel like Wiggins would have to be in that, though. I feel like kind of like... They play the same position. Yeah, Yeah. but what if you lose Green? Wiggins to power forward? He's he's a three. He's not like a power forward. Yeah. Him and Mikhail are like the exact same position. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, you'd have to move on from Wiggins if if you're going to do that. I I would do that. I mean, I'd definitely do You don't think so? You don't think so? In, In terms of like the Warriors, I think Andrew Wiggins... I think Andrew Wiggins is honestly just as good of a defender as Mikhail Bridges. Um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I guess Mikhail is better, but, like, we also saw Andrew Wiggins put up numbers on a bad Timberwolves team. You know what I mean? So, like, and I think his he fits a little bit better alongside mm-hmm. the Warriors. Maybe I'm an idiot, but, like, I don't know. I, I saw Andrew Wiggins fucking strat uh, Luka Doncic and then Tatum to help win the Warriors a championship had a huge game five yeah I mean uh, he's kind of just like an Aaron Gordon he plays his role yeah and he's really yeah. good at it mm-hmm. um what about but, Bridges like I can't think right now the Kings oh that would be yeah. so good that would, that would be the perfect fit yeah. a defender would yeah, they be yeah oh yeah. my goodness yeah uh, that's just an absolute upgrade from uh, Harrison Barnes yeah. like in every way perfect that is it's their really, timeline yeah that's Perfect. Yeah. All right. I mean, I feel like there's not really much to talk about the Nets. Maybe end the podcast on a perfect note. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. (laughs) You clicked that one. (laughs) (laughs) But and and just one more thought. They do have Cam Johnson too. Maybe a sign trade. I know you mentioned Kuzma to the Celtics. Would you welcome Cam Johnson? Wait, who did I mention to the Celtics? Like Kuzma. Oh yeah. Would you welcome Um, Cam Johnson? Maybe if the price is right. If the price is right, yeah, yeah. but like he's not going to be like a starting player yeah, on yeah, that yeah. team. But, but yeah. he's still, I Cam Johnson's a very good player. I he like is. Cam Johnson well, yeah. a lot. They don't really have any wings, so like yeah. backup. So that, that I feel like he'd be get, perfect off the bench for you guys. Yeah. He's a sniper, bro. The he's an is, absolute sniper. He, he's twenty seven. I know he's not young, and yeah. neither is Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges is twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Be twenty seven this crazy. year. Crazy. I feel like they're like twenty four. I know. Something like that. And the difference is like nuts. Those two years. Yeah. Like. Yeah, Cam Johnson. Like, what would be a good thing for him? I, I like, like, do you, do you consider Cam Johnson a bench piece? A good bench piece. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of the better bench, bench pieces in the, in the league. Yeah, if he if he was to come off the bench, did he come off the bench with Brooklyn, or did he start? I think he started. I, he started with Phoenix too. Yeah, at the four. He, he can start. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, as we said, like Nets just gotta blow it up. Yeah. And one more thing, like. You just gotta like you gotta like I feel like Mikel Bridges' value may be a little bit overinflated right now, so you gotta like just like take capitalize it. on exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. you gotta take advantage of that, yeah. and it's the perfect offseason too. But yeah, so four to six um, divisions done for perfect offseason. The other two will be coming shortly after this podcast comes out. Uh, again, we're gonna pump out a video every single day this week, uh, and uh, in tribute to the NBA draft happening this upcoming Thursday. Us again, like always, want to thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys in the next episode.